Mamenese Matlabi Matule joining us to discuss who is a transformational speaker, facilitator, life and relationship coach, radio and TV contributor, and founder of the Makoti and Mamazala Retreats. Mamanese, thank you for joining us. It's always great to have you on the show. How are you? I am good, Asanda. I'm good, thank you. We appreciate your time. With every relationship, there's a foundation. So the mother and daughter-in-law one is also going to need a foundation. What is needed to build that foundation to ensure that it is a healthy one? A very good morning to your amazing listeners, Ayanda. Um, truth of the matter is the foundation should always be based on the love that we both share for the son. That foundation should always be the reason to look beyond any other thing that we will come across because it is the love that has binded us, that is binding us, that has bind us. And out of that bond already, there should be certain things that we allow ourselves to partake into in the name of this love. So when it goes wrong, what does it mean then? Does it mean that it's a reflection that they don't respect the man, the husband or the son? Or, or what is what is the, the reason that that foundation is shaky? Truth is, it is never about the lesser respect of the son. But many a times it is about the wounds that we carry as people and the inability to deal or unlearn to learn from those wounds so that we can apply ourselves better or better in relationships that we we will form going forward. The inability asunder to heal the wounds that are still bleeding is exactly what causes this relationship to have a lot of issues because we come in carrying certain things that have always stepping ourselves in hand and we even declare that we will never be that wish we have experienced. But unfortunately, because we have not unlearned that experience intentionally, we then continue spreading that which has been spread unto us. In your experience, I mean, you have got the Makote and Mamazala retreats. What have some of the ways in which a broken relationship or a shaky foundation, maybe it wasn't even established or well, between a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, how does it manifest usually? It is always, it, it always begins with understanding that you are a lesser power. I think if we can all understand and, and gravitate... Who's the lesser power, the, the daughter-in-law? It matters not who should be. Mm-hmm. But if you understand as a human being that we are ourselves but not for ourselves, and you are in this relationship, but you are actually bigger into this relationship, and you have a much bigger purpose into, re- into this relationship, then you will bow as, as understanding that it is less of me and more of what I'm carrying for whoever that I'm involved with in this relationship, then you shall be able to start initiating certain positive vibrations on your on your path. In what ways can it manifest when there is a problem? What are the experiences of both mother and daughters-in-laws when the relationship is, is not a healthy one? Somebody might be going through this and going, maybe I'm overreacting, but if they hear, you know, what are the 
commonalities in terms of manifestations, then they might go, actually, I do need to talk now. I need to try and solve this. Okay. Um, it, is, it, is, it is when you realize that you, you want nothing to do with that particular relationship. It is when you realize that you, you, every time you think about it, it, it brings so much strain to your heart. It is, it is at the point of realizing that your character is actually no longer in play, but there's another deeper dark side that is in play. And every time you try and apply yourself, there is something else manifesting in front of you that you have never thought of, that you have never planned of being. And that you, you definitely, you, you fight me so much to say, but this is not me, Manasanda, it's totally not me. Mm. Then you are at a point of realizing that there's something that I, I need to emphasize this, there is something that I need to do in order to get out of this web, because this web is not who I am, it is not the light that I'm supposed to be carrying forward for anybody. You are listening to Sound Awake on the Station of the Year. Continue then on our Wellness Corner discussing the mother-in-law and daughter-in-law bond and how it needs to be built, how it needs to be refurbished if it had broken down and uh, the foundations of building that and who's responsible to create a conducive environment for the building of that relationship or bond. Uh, Mama Nessa, let's talk then in terms of the responsibility. You, you put a lot of emphasis on I, so there isn't any particular person that should take more load on this than the other. We all have our healing that needs to happen because of our brokenness within us. So equal responsibility on both mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Would you then advise that when it comes to the fixer committee, they should be both part of that as well as the son-in-law, uh, sorry, the son or the husband on the other side? and maybe even a therapist, what, what would you say needs to be part of that fixer committee, taking responsibility? Truth of the matter, Asanda, when it comes to responsibility, is um, we, we all as, as, as human beings have a responsibility. However, when it comes to our lifestyles, that can be debated in so many ways. And it always goes back to to, to individuals, hence I emphasize so much on the eye. The first point I always say needs to be a son, a son that has had a conversation with their mother to say, as I'm getting married, please understand that I need you as you don't give up on me to never give up on my wife. Mm. That is the first point of departure. When that conversation has, has been had, it then becomes very easy in our application as a mother and daughter to, to remember the ways of the son in every single thing that we do. And as we engage together in this relationship, it becomes easy to always address matters together as a mother and daughter without involving him or making an issue about it by involving him and turning everything into a family meeting. However, as I said, it depends on the wounds that we are carrying. And as I said, I, I always emphasize to Abema Koti that it is always us, Abema Koti, 
who are the light into this whole aspect. And if you see yourself as light, Asanda, you will understand how many people are dependent on you to shine on them in order for their path to be clear. And you always understand when you come across any other confusion, any other negativity, any other uh, uh, misunderstanding, that everything that I'm carrying is actually not about myself, but a breakthrough for the entire family in love. And once that has been grasped, you will look at things beyond your flesh, even when the flesh is hurting you. You will be able to apply yourself and say, I am so less in all of this. May everything that is bigger than me always take over so that this whole union or this set comes to life and comes to fulfill that which was spoken upon my arrival as the light. Okay. When there are children in this situation with the marriage then, uh, does it make, will be grandchildren of the mother-in-law, children to the daughter and the son, does it make it more complicated? I I want to believe at some point it does because mm. when 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 this relationship is bruised, Asanda, we as mothers tend to think this is my child. I'm not even going to allow them to go to that space because or this mother has an issue with me. So what are the chances of them loving my child? Because this child is mine and as much as it's the son's but more than anything, I'm the mother. It is one of the things that I have come to realize, or they, they somehow storm when a lot of things go wrong. And this is where I always say, as heavy as you feel it is, always, always never allow the children to see what is happening. When they do see that there is friction, always make sure that you do not succumb to the need to let them know how you feel. Just always allow them to be kids and to enjoy the love from both you as a mom and both their grandmother as a grandmother. However, each one of you decides to play that love. Let them feel it. Let them experience. Let them learn from it and let them make a decision about everything on their own without your interference. All right. Well, uh, let's leave it on that note then, uh, Mama Nese. And also for the Makoti and Mama Zala retreats, are those still happening? How can people connect to, to join? They, this is quite a, an important relationship that does need a lot of rehabilitation a, a lot of times. Very true, Asanda. Yes, we do still have. Um, we've always had our one-on-ones, especially since COVID. However, we would really like to go back to the norm of having our retreats, our camps and so forth. And for those, uh, for for, the, for, the, for that information, in fact, people can get in touch with us on our Facebook page, that is Makoti and Mama Zala Retreat, or Mama Nessa Matabe Matule on Facebook. And my number, Asanda, is always 082-633-8457. For those that would like to get in touch and to get this relationship going and to transform those family lives, and ensure that we are all living in a true wellness corner. Thank you so much. Uh, Absolutely very important. We appreciate you once again.
Thank you so much, Asanda. I appreciate you more. Thank you. Oh, pleasure. Mamanese Matlabi Matule is transformational speaker, facilitator, life and relationship coach, radio and TV contributor, and founder of the Makoti and Mamazala Retreat. So there you go. Find them on Facebook and her number is 082-633-8457. She is also on Twitter as uh, uh, Mamanese Matlabi Matule.